This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. Candidate ministers for the new government, led by the Social Democrat Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu, are being heard in Bucharest. The number of newly established companies with foreign capital in Romania went up by 4.6% in the first four months of the year as compared to 2022. And the European Parliament votes today the first law on artificial intelligence. Eighteen candidates proposed for the new government, headed by the Prime Minister-designate, the Social Democrat Marcel Ciolacu, are being heard in Bucharest today. They are presenting their goals before the specialized committees of the Romanian Parliament. Some of the candidates would keep their previous offices. Also, new names have been included in the list of government members. The list, however, proposed by the Prime Minister-designate includes only members of the Social Democratic Party and of the National Liberal Party, and no member of the Democratic Union of Ethnic Hungarians, which was a junior member in the previous coalition. The government proposed by Marcel Ciolacu wants to solve the issue of special pensions, contested by a large part of civil society, to adopt the new unitary salary law and to stop prices from raising. The new government could be sworn in on Thursday in plenary session of parliament. We recall that the Liberal Prime Minister Nicolae Ciuca resigned to make room for his coalition partner, the Social Democrat Marcel Ciolacu, in keeping with the agreement the two parties made back in November 2021. More on this after the news. The number of companies with foreign capital newly established in Romania increased in the first four months of the year by 4.6%, compared to the similar period in 2022, according to data centralized by the National Trade Registry Office. The figure represents some 2,300 new companies that had a total subscribed capital of about $8.5 million. According to the National Trade Registry, at the end of April 2023, in Romania there were over 246,000 companies with foreign participation in the share capital, with a subscribed capital value of about $68 billion. The largest number of companies with foreign participation is with investors from Italy, but the highest value of the social capital belongs to Dutch companies. The European Parliament is voting today the first law on artificial intelligence after on Tuesday the bill was debated in plenary session in Strasbourg. The main thing that the MEPs emphasized was that artificial intelligence must not be used against people, must respect human rights as well as European values. The new law was built and improved through amendments precisely in the sense of protecting citizens and, at the same time, 
giving researchers and business people the possibility to deal with and invest in artificial intelligence without additional burdens that would prevent them from developing the structure for the benefit of society. The United States has announced an additional military aid worth $325 million for Ukraine, aimed in particular at strengthening air defense against Russia. According to the Pentagon, it is mainly about air defense equipment, ammunition and vehicles. The new tranche of aid comes at a time when the Ukrainian army has launched a counteroffensive against the Russian forces in the east and south of the country to liberate the occupied territories. On Friday, Washington announced about $2 billion in military aid, mainly air defense equipment, in the form of various orders to the defense industry. The United States is Ukraine's largest donor. It has delivered or pledged to deliver $39.7 billion worth of arms to Kyiv since the start of the Russian invasion on February 24, 2022. Romania is an essential ally and strategic partner of the United Kingdom, and what it is doing to help Ukraine regain its full sovereignty and enjoy its full territorial independence is at the top of the Allies' responses. The ambassador of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Andrew Noble, said in Bucharest today. He attended an exhibition where about 35 British companies in the field of defence and security are presenting their products and activities. Representatives of the Ministry of Defence, the Ministry of the Interior, the Romanian Intelligence Services, the Special Telecommunications Service, the Garden Protection Service, the Romanian Parliament, the Ministry of Economy, as well as the Romanian Defence Industry were invited to the event. The UK is the world's second largest defence exporter after the United States, with a turnover of £22.8 billion in 2022, supplying equipment to support armed forces and security services around the world. In our sports, the technical staff of the Romanian national rugby team has announced an enlarged squad of 50 players for the World Cup that will be hosted by France this fall. Of the 50 athletes, 35 perform in the country and 15 abroad, the vast majority in France. The Rugby World Cup will take place between September 8th and October 28th. The Oaks will play in Group B. They will play the first match on September 9th against Ireland. Then they will meet the world champion South Africa on September 17th. On September 30th they will face Scotland and on October 8th will take on Tonga. And that was the news. Romania prepares for a new government coalition. I'm Elena Enake with more on this topic in a report by Roxana Vasile. Two weeks later than initially scheduled due to the general strike in the Romanian undergraduate education system, the rotation government is a first in the country's democratic political history. Thus, the liberal Nicolae Ciucă stepped down as prime minister to make room for the Social Democrat Marcel Ciolacu, based on an agreement from November 2021. At the same time, in the context of a political crisis triggered by the fact that Usere had broken off the coalition with the Liberals, a surprise new cabinet was formed, bringing together the former political foes of the National Liberal Party and the Social Democratic Party, supported by the junior partner Udemere, representing the Hungarian minority in Romania. 
The condition, however, was that a liberal would serve for one year and a half before stepping down, allowing a social democrat to replace him. The parties kept to the terms of the agreement. Consequently, the liberal Nikolai Chuka stepped down as prime minister and President Klaus Johannes appointed the social democrat Marcel Cholaku as prime minister on Tuesday following consultations with parliamentary parties. After heated debates, meetings and negotiations, the Prime Minister-designate submitted to Parliament the governing programme and the list of ministers to make up the new cabinet. In the absence of consensus with Udemere, the list submitted by Cholaku does no longer include any representatives of the Hungarians in Romania, but only of PSD and PNL. Romania should see a 3% economic growth by year-end and an inflation rate of 8%, said Marcel Ciolacu, who presented the central elements of the new governing program. Rezolvarea odată pentru totdeauna a problemei pensiilor speciale și adoptarea we plan to solve once and for all the problem of special pensions, pass a new legislation on unitary payment, stop the rise in prices, improve the purchasing power and develop the public education and healthcare systems. The main argument to convince Romanians abroad to return to the country is to create more and better paid jobs. That was Marcel Jolacu. In his turn, the former Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă said that, jointly with the Social Democrats, the Liberals' priority is to develop the country. We have pledged to ensure stability and overcome the crisis, and we saw that economic growth is possible. As of this moment, when the government rotation is completed, it is our duty of the PNL and PSD to commit to carrying out projects that should truly develop this country, so as to increase the citizens' revenues and bridge the gap between those of Romanians and those of other EU citizens. That was Nicolae Ciucă. Following Wednesday's hearings in Parliament of the candidates proposed for the minister positions, the new cabinet could be invested by Parliament as early as Thursday. The inflation rate has seen a slight decrease in Romania, while apartments in big cities are becoming cheaper. I'm Cristina Mateescu with this report by Bogdan Matei. The inflation rate continued to drop in May, although food, services and non-food products saw further price hikes. According to the National Institute for Statistics, the annual inflation rate, as against May 2022, dropped to 10.64% from 11.23% in April. The highest increase in May was seen in the price of food products, which grew by 0.8% compared to April, and that of non-food products by 0.4% compared to April. Fruit and vegetables especially saw steep price hikes, with the price of potatoes going up by over 11% on average, and that of fresh fruit by 4.7%. Among services, the highest price hikes were in the area of hotel accommodation, which grew by 2.8%, and electricity, which grew by 2.2%. Some products did become cheaper, such as cow milk, which dropped by 5.7%, 
fuel, which dropped by almost 2.6%, cooking oil and eggs. Economy expert Konstantin Rudnitsky told Radio Romania that the slowdown of the inflation rate stimulates investments and economic growth. He added that the inflation rate is expected to enter single-digit territory in the second part of the year. Experts are warning, however, of the average gross salary growing above the inflation rate. According to the figures for April published by the National Institute for Statistics, the average net salary income grew on average by 15% compared with the same month last year. The increase in salaries we already see in the public administration, in the education sector in fact, which leads to another 3 to 4 billion lay thrown in on the market this year, may lead to a rise in the inflation rate, Konstantin Rudnitsky warns. He says it remains to be seen what impact this money will have in the consumption area and that he fears Romania may enter a vicious circle, whereby pay rises may drive or maintain the inflation rate at above 10%. In April, the average net salary in Romania was around 900 euros. The highest salaries are in IT, with over 2,000 euros, and the lowest in the hotel and restaurant business, with around 500 euros. The macroeconomic uncertainty has also affected the real estate market, experts say. The price of homes in big cities went down slowly but steadily in the first three months of the year. The explanation for this is the loss of purchasing power by the population caused by the high inflation rate and more expensive loans. The biggest drop was seen in the price of three-room apartments built before 1977, when a devastating earthquake led to stricter regulations to make buildings more resistant to earthquakes. And that was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. Let's listen next to the hit of the day, a song called Wings from Joe. Rătăcesc prin univers, timpul n-are niciun sens Și parcă îți văd numele în constelații Întreabă planetele, cum de am stins soarele E atât de frig în lumea mea, te stric, dar tu n-auzi Încă te aștept, încă te caut și te simt Spune-mi că nu mă mint Sper să mă auzi Oriunde ești să mă găsești Vreau să te ajut să-ți amintești Iubirea noastră
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today Welcome to our social feature, I'm Kalin Kotsoy. As we all know, pollution seriously affects human health. This is already a well-known and documented fact that both the World Health Organization and other international bodies have been warning about for many years. Recently in Romania, the NGO Center for Sustainable Policies, ECOPOLIS, measured the effects of polluted air on Bucharest residents, and the results are extremely alarming. Over 2,800 deaths caused by long-term exposure to PM 2.5 particles, particles responsible for more than 540 deaths of people suffering from ischemic heart disease, while 5.6% of infant deaths were caused by PM10 microparticle pollution. This measurement was made possible thanks to the sensors installed in most Bucharest neighborhoods, sensors belonging to the AirLive Civic Network, A-E-R-L-I-V-E. Placed in key areas of the city, the sensors transmit the level of particulate matter emissions and warn when their legal limit is exceeded. The results can be seen on any digital map available on the airlive.ro website. The coordinator of Airlive and the executive director of Ecopolis, Juana Nenechu, details the operation of the network. At the moment, we have more than 40 air quality monitoring sensors integrated into the map in the application. We monitor suspended particles, i.e. dust particles loaded with various substances taken from the atmosphere, from the road, from everywhere around us. And these sensors send real-time data to the AirLive map. We are now very focused on measuring the air quality around schools in Bucharest. Together with the capital city hall, this spring we installed 44 new sensors near schools and hospitals in Bucharest. In addition to the sensors, we have another 12 that we are also installing in the communities around Bucharest and Ilfov through our project Action for Clean Air. By the end of the year, we will have more than a hundred sensors integrated into the map, and we hope even better data on particulate matter pollution. Air monitoring around schools has become a necessity also as a result of measurements made by the AirLive sensors. The report on air quality in Bucharest 2021-2022, to also carried out by Ecopolis, finds that the legal limit for PM10 and PM2.5 pollution is frequently exceeded around educational institutions. 
For example, the airlive.ro monitoring stations in schools recorded values up to four times higher than the allowed limit, which endangers the health of students. This is why even more careful monitoring was required, and Wanan Enichu explains. We thought that at the level of schools and hospitals and in general the road infrastructure, which is very vulnerable to pollution, we can find specific solutions to reduce pollution in, in those areas. The speed limit for cars on all adjacent streets should be reduced to below 30 kilometers per hour. Certain streets should even be closed when children arrive in school. And that's why we're running the Turn Off the Engine campaign, a project we're running together with the parents of the Cherry Tree Climbers Association for kids, and which we believe could be very effective. By co-opting the AirLive network, Turn Off the Engine not only helps to better monitor the air, but also helps to inform parents about the noxious emissions of their own cars right next to their children's schools. And here is Juana Nenechu explaining. In most large European cities with air quality problems, it is illegal to park with the engine running for more than three minutes. So it is something already legislated. This is not happening here yet. And then we started from this evidence that we all notice around schools. Parents, when they come to drop off their children or pick them up, stop with the engine running, waiting for them for even 20 minutes. For the most part, I don't think people are aware of the pollution that comes from this behavior, are not aware that they are around a school where kids are playing outside, where kids are inhaling all the toxic gases and therefore are not reacting properly. And then we thought that the first solution we can undertake is to put some information boards near schools to urge parents to turn off the engine when sitting in place. In addition to this physical campaign that we want to run in all schools in Bucharest, we will also have a proposal for a decision by the General Council to prohibit parking with the engine running. During the summer, this campaign will stop temporarily, along with the installation of environmental sensors, but everything will resume in the fall. Until then, the people of Bucharest and Cluj will be able to find out the level of pollution in their cities by installing the free AirLive application on their phone. This has been Society Today. Coming up next on Radio Romania International, Visit Romania. Welcome to visit Romania with me, Eugen Nasta. We're heading towards central Romania today and we're hitting Transylvania's Sibiu County, where we're bound to discover the world's most beautiful village. Rășinari was first placed at the end of the second edition of the Best Tourism Villages Contest, launched by the World Tourism Organization. Mayor Bogdan Bukur has told us the first stage was actually a national-level contest. The Romanian Tourism Ministry staged the contest, 
with certain points covering certain chapters on localities development tourism wise then the second stage occurred Bogdan Bucur In the international stage we were around 150 localities from around the world all of those 150 localities the top 35 localities were designated best tourism villages that is the world's best rural tourism destinations there were localities from south america europe asia china india from all over the world far and wide we had been aware we would compete at world level with very familiar destinations or areas with a well established tradition in rashinar there is an annual cultural and sports festival which is also very eventful Rășinar village mayor Bogdan Bucur once again. We stage certain events throughout the year and we have been doing that for more than 10 years now. We have trekking routes around the village marked and with various levels of difficulty. In a separate move Rășinar is the birthplace of writers Octavian Goga and Emil Choran. For the locality itself we created an application so that those reaching Grishinar can discover certain special monuments. Then there are the traditional dishes. They have drawn quite a few people to the locality. In Grishinar, we have the Cheese and Plum Brandy Festival, an event inviting everybody to come over and taste the local cuisine, also having a taste of the top quality cheese. We also have an ethnographic museum. There also is a church museum, as in the 18th century, Rashinara was Transylvania's capital of the orthodoxy. It was the residence of the bishops, most of whom were of Saxon origin, and who were running the Orthodox Church of Transylvania. Close by, between the Rashinara and Sibiu, there is the Traditional Technique Museum, which is Southeast Europe's largest such museum. From here, you can also reach Boltinish, an area where tourists can enjoy the fresh air or the possibility of going hiking. or even skiing during winter most of the events are staged in the summer however rashinar lies only 12 kilometers from former european cultural capital sibiu so if you opt for a longer holiday and want to enjoy the peace and quiet of the village but also the liveliness of an urban center you can have a mix of both experiences and that was visit romania Next in this program, sports. Welcome to the RRI Sports Club. I'm Elena Enake. The World Mountain and Trail Running Championships held in Austria's Innsbruck's Dubai region was held last week. The Romanian women's team came out 13th in the vertical mountain race over a distance of 7.1 kilometers with a 160-meter difference in level. The three Romanians in the team, Liliana Dragomir, Magdalena Bosencianu and Adelina Panaet, won a total of 140 points compared to the 17 points of the winning team Kenya. 
In the singles, Liliana Dragomir ranked 41st, Magdalena Bosenceanu 44th and Adelina Panayet 55th. In the men's singles category, the Romanian Rares Miklos took the 45th place and two other Romanians, Peter Herman and Marius Popa, took the 69th and 100th place respectively. In the men's short trail race over a distance of 45 kilometers, Romania ranked 13th, with Britain being the winning country. In the singles, the best-ranked Romanian was Leonard Mitrica in 18th place. In women's competition, Romania came out 14th, with France winning the category. The best-ranked Romanian in women's singles was Andrea Pushku, 51st place. In the long trail race over a distance of 85 kilometers, the Romanian men's team ranked fifth, with France being the winner. The best-ranked Romanian in the singles was Andrei Gabriel Preda, 12th place. In the women's team race, France was the winner. In the women's classic up-and-down mountain race over a distance of 15.5 kilometers, Romanian Madalina Florea ranked 6th, with 1 hour 7 minutes and 25 seconds, the winner being the American Grayson Murphy. Romania took 11th place in the team ranking, the winner being Kenya. In the men's category, the Ugandan Leonard Kemutai won the race, the best-ranked Romanian being Rares Imre Miklos in 39th place. Kenya also won the men's team competition, where Romania ranked 13th. That's been the RRI Sports Club. We remind you that you can also find our sports feature on the internet, on rri.ro and on Facebook. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Hello and welcome to our traditional music feature. I'm Kalin Kotsoyu. Today's irreplaceable voice is that of Florica Ungur.
Florica Ungur learned her first songs from her mother. She went on to record many of them, but she confessed that at first she did not want to have a career in music. She just wanted to make people happy. Here's another one of her landmark songs. In addition to being a gifted artist, she studied classical languages at the University of Bucharest and taught the Latin language at a national college in the city of Orada. Her debut was in 1965 at the Romanian television and her first recording was in 1970. Here is yet another one of her songs from 1972. Până-i 
Florica Ungur made a name for herself as a great interpreter of the so-called Doina, a Romanian staple. And we wrap up with her song, The Wind Blows from Oradea. Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lacrimera Simeon. The oldest Romanian book in a private collection, Macarius Gospel, also called Macarius Bible, was exhibited this past weekend at the BookFest International Book Fair in a unique stand. The Artmark Auction House brought for the first time the rare copy printed in Târgoviște in 1512 during the reign of ruler Nagoe Basarab. The public display of the gospel is a major event for the Romanian book market. Makarie's gospel is not only the oldest Romanian book in a private collection, but also one of the first three printed in Romania. 
The value of these exceptional cultural assets is estimated by experts at around 150 to 100,000 euros, although it is difficult to establish an exact value given the fact that there is no precedent for the trading of a Romanian book so old and rare. The book printed at the Dalu Monastery near Târgoviște, where the hero monk Makarie had been installed as a typographer by Nagoe Basarab's predecessor, the ruler Radu the Great, marked a turning point in the evolution of Eastern European literature, laying the foundations for future translations and printing of books in the Romanian language. Only one copy of this rare print is preserved in Romania in the collection of the Library of the Romanian Academy. Along with Makarie's Gospel, one of the most precious and valuable objects from the Romanian cultural and religious heritage, the Romanian Book of Learning, also called Varlam's Homily from 1643, was displayed. The masterpiece of medieval Romanian culture was edited by Metropolitan Bishop Varlam and printed in the Royal Printing House at the Treyarch Monastery during the reign of Vasile Lupu. Makarie's Gospel and Varlam's Homily, together with other collection items from the heritage of the literary critic Sherban Tuculescu, could be found at the Bookfest International Book Fair between May 26th and 28th at Romexpo Pavilion. You are listening to Radio Romania International. The Royal Chamber Orchestra and the Royal Choir, under the baton of conductor Razvana Petre, performed a concert in the Stone Hall of the Castle in Balchik on May 27th as part of the Royal Concert in Balchik project, organized by the Romanian Cultural Institute. The event, held on the occasion of the Day of Romanians Everywhere, celebrated every year on the last Sunday of the month of May, was dedicated to the memory of Queen Marie of Romania, and also included the screening of the documentary film Marie, the Heart of Romania, directed by Trevor Poots. The soloist of the evening was the young soprano Isabella Stănescu. The program included compositions by Mozart, Vivaldi, Bartok, Hübsch, Lyondev, Morley, Flander, Niculescu and Danga. Also at the invitation of the Royal Choir, the choir Chernomorsky Zvuci from Balchik performed works from the traditional repertoire of Bulgaria. The Romanian ambassador to Sofia, Brandusha Ioana Predescu, and the president of the Romanian Cultural Institute, Liviu Zigman, attended the concert. The Brukenthal National Museum, in collaboration with the Romanian Cultural Institute in Vienna, organizes from June 15th to July 14th the exhibition Romanian Artists on the World Map. According to the Romanian Cultural Institute, the exhibition is one of the largest events of its kind dedicated to Romanian contemporary art and includes works from the collection of the lawyer George Sherban, made by more than 50 Romanian artists who have settled in countries around the world where they have been or are still active. About 60 works, paintings, drawings, watercolors, lithography, and sculptures are presented. The exhibition is a plea for art, with the aim of contributing to the promotion of Romanian artists and creators of culture from the diaspora, 
and to surprise the public with a variety of colors, shapes, styles, and techniques. The collector, George Sherban, makes available free of charge the works presented in the exhibition. The project Now Here There represents Romania at the 18th edition of the International Architecture Biennial in Venice, which takes place between May 20th and November 26th, the Romanian Cultural Institute announced. It is exhibited both in the National Pavilion within the Giardini di Castello and in the new gallery of the Romanian Cultural Institute and of Humanistic Research in Venice. Circumscribed to the theme of this year's edition of the biennial Laboratory of the Future, the project now here there was designated the winner of the national competition organized by the Romanian Cultural Institute, the Foreign Ministry, the Ministry of Culture and the Union of Romanian Architects. According to curator Emily Vonescu, the project represents an invitation to explore a possible future in which innovation and interdisciplinary collaboration play a key role in finding solutions to the global problems facing humanity. This exhibition urges us to be active in the transformation of the future and to engage in the change of the mindset required to make this transformation possible. Together we can create a future where everything matters, everything is connected, and everything is inclusive, says the architect Emily Vonescu. The parents of more than 72,000 children in Romania have gone to work abroad, which entails a greater risk of school setbacks and emotional development. The World Vision Romania Foundation reports, which cites data from the National Authority for the Protection of Child Rights and Adoption. However, World Vision Romania shows that the figure is much higher if the hundreds of thousands of Romanians who leave every year as seasonal workers in agriculture are taken into account. In this context, World Vision Romania, together with World Vision Germany, launched on the occasion of the Day of Romanians Everywhere, the campaign called The Diaspora Does Not Forget Its Children. Through this initiative, the foundation wants to integrate 100 children whose parents are abroad in an after-school program. Minors will receive a daily hot meal and two hours of homework help, as well as psychological counseling and access to non-formal education activities. 5.7 million Romanians left the country to find a better life away from home, according to the Department for Romanians Everywhere. The Research Institute of Romanians in Hungary, founded by a group of Romanian intellectuals with the aim of studying the history, culture, and traditional life of the Romanian community in the neighboring state, has marked 30 years since its establishment. The Institute is a scientific and cultural entity, which includes four sections, ethnography, linguistics, literature, history, and art. The scientific activity carried out by the intellectuals grouped around this project constitutes one of the most important spiritual achievements of the Romanian community in Hungary in recent decades, said its director, researcher Maria Berenyi. She showed that the Institute annually organizes scientific events, communication sessions, and roundtables with participants from the country and abroad, edited or financed 105 publications, and organized 29 international symposiums. The famous American trumpeter and composer Miles Davis said, You can tell the history of jazz in just four words. Louis Armstrong, Charlie Parker. 
On June 8, 2023, the members of the Radio Big Band invite music lovers to the Funky Bird concert, an event designed around the songs created by the famous African-American jazz saxophonist and composer Charles Parker Jr., also known by the nickname Bird. You will hear songs like Chasing the Bird, Cheryl, My Little Suede Shoes, Now's the Time and Yardbird Suite. The concept of the event belongs to the composer and conductor George Natsis, who proposes a reinterpretation of the music of the legendary American saxophonist Charlie Parker, the father of bebop in a funk manner. And that's all from Happening in Romania. From me, Lacrimara Simeon, it's goodbye now. Living Romania. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Next in this program is Simply Folk. I invite you to listen to Petrica Moise with a song about a beautiful flower. Govan frumoasă floare, Manatule colț de soare, Eu cu cine mă fălușesc, Ca și viața mă trăiesc, Banatule colț de rai, Eu cu cine mă fălușesc, Ca și viața mă trăiesc, Banatule colț de rai. În banat eu m-am născut, aici am copilărit. Unde cântă colțul ierbii și vin la izvoare șerbii, banatule, loc de dor. Unde cântă colțul ierbii și vin la izvoare șerbii, banatule, loc de dor. La noi nimeni nu-i bătrân, Sărbători mândre să țin. Dumnezeu ne-o crocește și pământul ne rogește, Țara mea-i banatul meu. Dumnezeu ne-o crocește și pământul ne rogește, Țara mea-i banatul meu. Ce m-o dus Am purtat cu mine focul Și până am venit înapoi M-o văz gândul tot la voi Până țenii mei păloși Și până am venit înapoi M-o văz gândul tot la voi Până țenii mei păloși 
îmbogății din lumea mare, toate în viață strecătoare, dar în inimă mi sfânt albanatului pământ. Our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.